Hello. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Appledore Research Podcast. My name is Robert Curran, Consulting Analyst with Appledore. As ever, we're here to share insights on the transformation of telecom in the era of cloud, network automation, and AI. If you enjoy today's podcast, make sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Now, enjoy the show. So one of the most important developments in telecom in the last couple of years has been the opening up of networks to third-party developers. It goes by various names, network as a service, telco as a platform, but the principle is the same. How can telcos make it easier for application developers to leverage powerful, programmable, data-rich networks? With that question in mind, last week's NWC was the backdrop for a major new industry initiative called the Open Gateway. Open Gateway builds on a related industry effort called Camara. With me here today to discuss this initiative, I'm delighted to have Appledore's own John Abraham and two of the key initiators and drivers behind it from Deutsche Telekom, Marcus Kummerle and Noel Vertsius. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Hello. Hello. John, I know you put out a research note a couple of weeks ago regarding Camara. Can you briefly explain the relationship between Camara and the GSMA's Open Gateway? Sure. Thanks, Robert. Firstly, really excited to be part of this with two of the early experts who worked on this initiative. So, you know, really looking forward to hearing from them. But we just did some research. Francis and I wrote a, a research note just a month or so back on uh, Kamara. Uh, and, and fundamentally, uh, it's yet another API uh, initiative uh, that is led by telcos. Now, before you uh, you know, write it off as uh, yet another one that adds to the uh, growing number of uh, API initiatives spread across the industry. I think this is quite different, uh, and and I'm quite optimistic about what Kamara is uh, aiming to become. So the stated ambition of Kamara is to actually uh, try and speak the language of the enterprise, and that's good for two reasons. For one, it actually acknowledges the fact that telcos have had a missing link in trying to address that last mile. Um, solving that challenge of the enterprise, you know, rather than just talking about a, a, a specific capability the telco can expose. And the second one is there is, uh, this actually goes to show that there are efforts being made to try and address specific challenges that the enterprise might have based on, uh, you know, new network exposure capabilities that, um, net, uh, that operators have. The important thing to note is that although 5G was a factor in how this initiative came to be, uh, the technology itself is more agnostic. It's certainly not limited to 5G. It's far broader than that. And we'll hear about it but from both uh, Marcus and Noel later on. So overall, uh, I think it's a very good initiative. It's got really powerful backers. That's also important. It's got uh, many tier one telcos as part of it. And uh, Dosh Telcom was clearly an early mover in this. And, and that's why we've got two of their people here. Uh, but we also have leading vendors and hyperscalers as part of this mix. I think at last count, it's um, the total number of uh, members in this group stands at around 130. Um, and, and then to add, or add to that, uh, there is also a lot of work being done on trying to streamline. I think we are, they are working on roughly uh, 12 API families, you know, so uh, looking at different use cases and so on. So, so uh, this is quite an interesting area for now. And on top of that, we now have official backing by the 
uh, GSMA, you know, which is uh, uh, which is also a big deal. So GSMA just at the uh, just last week announced the um, Open Gateway Initiative, which is actually you can say the other side of the coin in terms of Kamara. Uh, so these are Kamara and Open Gateway are complementary to each other, and, uh, and and essentially what they are trying to do is on one side take care of the technical side of things, and on the other side they are trying to uh, trying to bring more standardization and and uh, you know support the business models and so on. In terms of um, the challenges, and maybe I'll just say that before handing it back to you, Robert, is that you know when we reviewed Kamara before uh, MWC, and at that time we didn't know about Open Gateway, by the way. Uh, was that uh, two of them stood out? You know, one was the fact that um, operators uh, seemed to, you know, uh, it was mostly operators leading the initiative, uh, and the vendor partners were not contributing as much. And at least my perception was that maybe there was not sufficient support for a, a test environment to make that happen. You know, and I'm keen to hear from Marcus and Noel on how that's actually being addressed. And the second point was again there was a lack of. Um, insight into how the business model is actually going to work, uh, you know, in terms of what is the path to the money? I think it's an important question to answer. Uh, many initiatives in the past have failed because there was no clear path to monetization. So I'm keen to understand that as well. All right, that's that's a quick overview. Back to you, Robert. Okay, okay. that's great, John. Thanks for clarifying that, uh, particularly with the Open Gateway uh, context. Uh, Marcus, just wind the clock back for us a little bit. Can you explain what's the big idea really behind Kamara and then leading to Open Gateway? Where did this come from and, and what is this for? In the, in the past, there was a big hesitation to open the telco networks um, because of security reasons, but this has changed. Uh, we see all that's a benefit for, for both sides. So it, it supports perfectly the today's business cases, but also offers a, a new source of revenue for the for the telcos. So people are more open for that now, and now we have to see how we how we can realize it. And we early identified that we have four big big um, critical success factors for that. Um, the first and biggest one is the global availability. So these these APIs should be available in all the telco networks across countries. That's a clear expectation from the customers. That's a, a means uh, to enable the the scalable business. That's the most important one. The second one, um, it's not a good idea to expose the basic technical um, APIs, which we already have, because they are too complex and they are different from operator network to the other. So here, the idea is to have an intent-based level, a very simple API, a very easy to consume API, covering all the complexities of the networks and all the technical uh, details here. That's the second thing. The third thing, it's also very important that is uh, working demand driven. So asking the customers, what do we really need? What do you need for your applications, for your products to improve the user experience on your side? What do you, do you need from us? What we can provide? And to listen to the customers, that's the third important thing. And the number four is do it fast, fast and quickly and agile working anymore in a waterfall process. Um, it's uh, going very fast. The world is uh, turning very, very fast. And that was the starting idea to create an open source project to do a de facto standardization via code. Marcus, perhaps you could explain the 
the difference between Kamara and Open Gateway, and how are these two uh, related? So it's it's very easy. So in Kamara, we really focus on the on only a small thing that is the API definition. That's the major focus of Kamara um, to align on the API definition. Uh, that means also that we align on the API documentation because that belongs to the definition. And if possible, we also want to have the API code. But that's optional. Sometimes it makes sense, sometimes not. So that's the clear focus of Camara. And um, it's one of the success factors that we have this clear and small focus of Camara. But to make the ecosystem happen, we need more. So we need the business type of things. And we need also this um, East-West Federation topics, roaming. And for that, we are really happy to have Open Gateway now as a bigger initiative, which is really completely complementary. And the whole thing forms the, the ecosystem, so it pretty makes sense. How far along are we today in terms of the, the network APIs that are already developed and available? Um, and, and, and what's available you know, within labs? Uh, you know who's involved in this? Help our listeners understand which kind of operators are already, along with Deutsche Telekom, in the in the mix here. Yeah, well, look, at last year's Mobile World Congress, we announced Camara. That was the starting point of Camara, and network APIs were a, a small topic, a small innovative new topic, not known to a lot of people. This year, it had completely changed. Network APIs was one of the big topics. Everybody was speaking about it. We had a lot of announcements um, on the whole Mobile World Congress. And yeah, so I, I can say it from my side, uh, all the people to whom I spoke, they already knew Camara. So it was known by everybody and it has completely changed. So, and you can also see it in the in the APIs itself. So in last year's Mobile World Congress, we had the first APIs in the labs. Now this year, we have the first APIs in the live networks. And uh, we have it as Deutsche Telekom and T-Mobile US, but also I know it from Vodafone, from Telefonica, from, from Orange, from the other telcos that they already have the first APIs in the live networks. So the topic gets now more mature. Excellent. It's good to see progress. Uh, things, you know, moving even within the course of one year from, you know, an idea, a prototype, you know, into into live operation. Uh, Noel, I'd, I'd like to kind of follow through on that with you here. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is your your job title, <laughs> if I might say so. You have a very interesting job title. You're a product manager, uh, product manager for network APIs, is how I understand it. That's that's a little different. Marcus referenced. Uh, the customer, and, and maybe you could tell us a bit about your customer as a product manager for network APIs. Who is your customer, and how do they, uh, how do you work with them in understanding, you know, their needs uh, for these network API products that are really very different than than what a telco traditionally thinks of as its products. Yeah, of course. So the customer is changing a lot in this industry. So it's going really to developers. So in the end, maybe it's like a, in a B two B and company, but we don't need to talk to the sales key accounts to the even not to the product managers on their side, we really need to get in touch with innovation units with the developers, because they, yeah, only they can understand where they can use the APIs for. 
because they they take the APIs and build um, use cases out of this. So it's a complete new area. So for me, it's like business is called uh, business to developer, not B two B anymore, because we really try to reach out to uh, developers in the end. And for this is also a complete new language. So it's for most of the people, if you're going bringing a salesperson to a developer and saying, hey, present the product, developer is shutting down and saying, what, I don't understand what they want from me. So <laughs> it's really like um, we really need to yeah, improve our developer skills in Deutsche Telekom also to bring skills, bring communication skills also to, to this area. And um, we, we tested a lot the API. So the first quality on demand API, which is now standardized in Kamara, we tested before it was standardized in Kamara with um, some some developers in Berlin in our testbed. So we built up a 5G uh, standalone testbed in Berlin and invited, I think, in the first proof there was called, how was it called? Um, early access, need. after this is called early access program, it called, I think, developer program something. This was like a proof concept and we invited six developers to test these APIs and they came over and tested the APIs and was really impressed of this because they never see something like like this in a live network because I think, oh, techos will never do something like this because it's in Germany, it's a higher prioritization network that's really not working out. And so they really see their use cases working. So one of them was um, Open Sesame. Maybe you saw it at the 5G Future Forum stage um, together with Verizon, AT&T, showing some Edge APIs. They were one of our first testers. And after this, when we founded um, Camara, they also joined Camara to be part of this. And for us, it's really important to take the APIs to bring them to developers in early stages to see how they can work with it, getting a lot of feedback out of them. So the APIs we tested two years ago is completely different like the API which is today in the Camara line. So we really changed a lot so that the developer, so the best way is the developer sees the APIs and directly understands what he needs to do and don't need to have any telco knowledge in the end. So just see the API put in there identifier say yes I want quality on for enhanced communication so just for communication better quality and go for it and don't decide oh I need this profile I need this profile just really easy going and easy fast away and for this we're doing a lot of testing in uh, in in Berlin later this year in Krakow and also in Seattle we have the test beds from Deutsche Telekom and so we're inviting their customers to get first Impressing impressions out of um, for new features, new APIs, and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. I, I, there were some pretty interesting names uh, involved right in the early days of Kamara. Can you can you reference any of the uh, application developers, the companies you know that are that are involved in uh, in some of you know using these APIs? I know there were a few demonstrations at MWC. Are there some of the companies you'd like to sort of name check in that in that process? Oh yeah, so our last year at MWC we had one big use case together with BMW and Valeo. So um, BMW is doing some um, autonomous valid parking. So for parking garage, the driver getting off and the car is money waiting by its own into a parking lot, but not with the sensors in the car, with the sensor out of a camera system which is manipulating the car. So this is the company Valeo, it's like a service okay. aggregator. Okay. And they're doing this because this technology enabling a lot of more cars in the field. So not just the new autonomous driving cars, also the five, six, seven year old cars can use this. And for this communication between the server and the car, they use the quality on demand API to bring the car in the right parking lot. This is just like the B2B2C use case. But if you're thinking about logistic processes, we have a lot of jockeys driving cars um, yeah, uh, towards trucks and then so big 
car manufacturers. So it's a lot of money behind this businesses. So it's really like this quality and demand API can really bring a lot of features and profit to to customers in the end, to our customers. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of what was on show at MWC, uh, were there any other companies that were showcasing their use of the APIs? Yeah. So this year we have uh, some use cases there. So we have um, one big use case together with Siemens and Microsoft. So it was a Siemens Energy with their big energy machines and um, they get a solution like remote field assistance. They get glasses on for Microsoft HoloLens and a remote worker can help um, the worker on field to solve problems because if a machine is not running a day it's costing a lot of money in the end. So and you have the experts not sitting to the machines they have I don't know 10 20 a world in the world and they need to fly over and stuff like this so it's really like to fix machines um, really fast and improve this and so the quality in the system is really important to see every screw and stuff like this and with the quality on demand api it, it's working better than before mm -hmm. understood i one of the questions that that occurred to me in a, you know as we've got introduced to kamara and an open gateway um is you know things like communications platform as a service um, companies like Twilio and, and Vonage. And, and I just wondered if you can help me put those kind of companies and that sort of technology in context of what's happening with Camara and, and Open Gateway. Is this an extension of that, complementary? How should we, how should we see, uh, see this? Maybe, John, if you have a view on this, maybe you could start with Marcus and Noel. Please, please offer a perspective on it. Yeah. I think it's a very important point and, and see, uh, goes back to one of the criticisms raised against this uh, initiative has been that we, we do have some form of this in some way or sort in the past that didn't work out. Uh, and uh, uh, right now, I feel, um, uh, 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 you know, uh, Kamara is actually complementary to some of the initiatives like, you know, the uh, uh, OneArch communications platform. In fact, at the event last uh, last week, we had a demo uh, that uh, by uh, the Vonage, uh, Ericsson Vonage, and also a couple of other operators that was actually showing some examples of quality of service on demand for some gaming applications and so on. So I think it's great to see there is a lot of uh, interaction between uh, these uh, competing platforms. Uh, it must also be noted, and uh, I. Again, this is based on conversations I've had with Marcus in the past that um, Kamara is also working with other common API initiatives, such as um, the TM Forum Open API, you know, to make sure that there is a clear distinction between what they are for, so, so as to not overlap too much, you know, which would lead to more confusion. Um, yeah, but I, I just want to bring in Marcus also at this point, Robert, to hear his views on, uh, on, open, uh, on the Bonage platform and maybe Twilio. Yes, I can step in. Um, so customers are currently asking, how do you uh, technically make this seamless access happen? And for that, I think we have two possibilities. The one is doing it with this East-Westbound Federation, uh, so API roaming. That is pretty addressed in the Open Gateway. Um, and the second option, how we could do it, is in an aggregation model. And there exactly these players come into the game. Um, so let's see what happens in that year. I'm also very keen uh, to look on it and uh, which solution will work at the end. We will see. Very interesting. 
um, yeah, so it's good to see innovation and the ability to innovate and uh, and some of that alignment between industry uh, initiatives is very important. Um, Noel, just to, to come back to you, you know, I, I noticed that in our industry, you know, we use the term game changing uh, quite often <laughs> and not always with justification. I, I just I just wonder, do you think that uh, Camaro and Open Gateway you know, justifies the uh, being described as a game changer, or how, how would you how would you explain the value? So yeah, I think to this this combined movement, yeah, with Kamawa and um, Open Gateway, can be the game changer for network APIs. So Telcos tried it a lot before. So I, I I'm knowing about two or three projects which doing just the same, but I'm thinking now it's the yeah the best time to do it again because all the also the complete industry was changing from 4G, which are doing just lot of digitalization in the last 20 years, stuff like this, into now more software companies. So most of the companies are really pushing into software first and stuff like this. And um, yeah, APIs are software first. Also telcos are moving into network as a software. All telcos are moving. So most of the telcos are moving into network as a software. So I guess it's the right time with this open source approach. It's really the right time because if you take a look at all the, let me call it logos, partners in both of the activities, you have, I guess, the, uh, the most powerful partners there which are pushing this. And um, it can be game changer because we find out the real benefits of 5G. It's not just throughput and the um, latency and stuff like this. It's really more about getting information, setting information, influence the network really like you need it. And um, I guess this is the game changer for 5G. And um, also, like, if you take a look at the business side, maybe the revenue potential for 5G in the future. Can I, can I just ask a quick question here, Robert? Um, so, uh, Noel, one of the points you earlier mentioned was about how you invited some of the vendor partners to come and test it in the initial days. Do your partners who come on board today have an easy mechanism to test their application or... Uh, you know, is there an easy means to be a part of this community and actually test it without, you know, um, without actually involving the operators directly? Uh, what is the approach there? So we have two different approaches in our test methods. Okay. We saw the two different approaches. So first one, um, the companies come over with their developers. So the developers integrated the APIs directly into their source code and tested it. And um, yeah, this is like, you really need development power, let me call it like this. This is for some companies, not nothing which is free there and they need to plan it. Um, the second of their three approaches, the second one is um, that we activate the API for a SIM card so we can do it over Postman and um, other tools to just activate and be saying, okay, now you're getting quality, see what's, what's coming out, just to see the influence on the, on the application if there's something new. And the third one is that we are working together with um, some some um, cloud providers to bring the APIs directly into their, into their cloud so that they can activate it over their cloud providers. So we tested this with former mobile edge X a lot. So they were our edge providers or so the um, Deutsche Telekom cloud, edge cloud so that developers can directly use the API over the cloud providers. So they don't need really to implement something. They just need to say, okay, I want this for this and this stream and let's go for it. And so it's really like, um, yeah, in the end, it's, we really need to take a look at this source code if you really want to integrate it. So it's really like um, we need to yeah, go deep into the tools and applications. Okay, last question, I think, is really understanding you know, what's next for 
Camara, an open gateway, and and you know what are the things to avoid in the next year, two years, and what are the things that are really going to make this successful in the market? Um, Noel, perhaps we could start with you, and then Marcus, and maybe John, you'll give us a a, a wrap up. The next thing should be the go-to-market from not only Deutsche Telekom, just from the lot of the Camara players. So bring the APIs in in the live world so that customers can go to a marketplace, go somewhere and buy the API and use it. So this is like, I think, the next stuff. Uh, And also to bring new APIs and new API features. So not staying there with the three APIs we currently have. It's really like, okay, bring them this year to the market and on the other side, bring more APIs, more features and really bring the features developers need to improve their use cases. Yeah. So for me, the second important thing is uh, that we make this seamless access happen either via an federation model or via an aggregation model, but customers need that. That's a really important thing. And beyond that, um, we have in the moment the first um, simple APIs there, that's clear, but it's only a means for discussion with the customers now for me, the real APIs will come in future. And looking on this this low latency uh, type of thing, in the moment we have the, the quality demand for the run, but it's only a part. So um, customers expect end-to-end low latency from us. So and that starts on the device. So for that, we are happy to be already in talks with device manufacturers to get low latency on the device. Then we have the run part. Even the run part can be solved by slices, low latency slices, or by, by prioritization. So we have both here. And then it goes to the backend. Uh, so that means uh, you have to influence the exchange point of the mobile infrastructure to the internet and bring the traffic uh, closest to the to the mobile device, and then getting the best edge um, in the internet, uh, independent if it's a telco edge or a hyperscaler edge, moving the applications there, and then finally optimizing the the data traffic in the fixed line. Putting all together is end-to-end latency, and that's the vision. So. In the moment, we have the first starting APIs, uh, but there is a lot to do and a lot of benefit which we can provide for customers. Excellent. It, it's a big, it's a big vision, and it's uh, it's good to see progress. John, John, what's your what's your take on on what's next for Camara and and Open Gateway, and and uh, how is this going to be successful? Um, my view is that Camara and Open Gateway has a lot going for it. You know, it's got the right kind of backers, the, the tier one operators, the, the leading vendors, the hyperscalers. Uh, and at this point, uh, it's also got the, you know, it's also crossed that early stage of having some early use cases in life deployment, you know, in active testing and so on. I think what is next uh, uh, that will really change the course, and and that's why it's so heartening to hear Marcus say the real APIs will come. (laughs) And I think that's going to be an important uh, threshold to cross to have more advanced capabilities being exposed. Um, You know, API initiatives are not new in the telco industry, and unfortunately, far too many of the previous ones have failed because of a variety of reasons. So it's important that, you know, we cross that threshold of initial skepticism that that seems to be there. Uh, And and, and so far, I must say that Kamara is making the right moves. Um, And yes, I agree that the initial set of APIs may leave uh, uh, some of us a little bit, uh, you know, uh, feeling that this is not enough. 
Um, but at the same time, I also know, you know, from conversations with Marcus and Noel that there's uh, quite a few more to come, you know, most of which they haven't quite announced yet because they are, they are at work on that. So I think uh, to me, what we see over the next year, especially will is going to define how Kamara is going to succeed in the long term. Excellent. Gentlemen, I'd like to thank you very much for your time today. That's This is a very interesting initiative, and we'll certainly follow this with great interest. And next year's NWC, it'll have its own booth. It'll be bigger and better, and we look forward to seeing what amazing things you guys can do with this. Thanks a lot, thank Robert. You. Thank you so much. You. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. have been listening to the Appledore Research Podcast. Join us next time for more insights and conversation on the transformation of telecoms.